Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sia Latte Podcast. We talk all things simpler living, wellness, lifestyle, and everything in between. So grab your favorite latte and take your first break with us. I'm your host, Pana. Joining me is my co-host, Denise. Break time starts now. Since both Denise and I have dogs, and senior dogs at that, we felt this episode is a necessary one. I personally felt super compelled when I recently came across a post in a Facebook group all about senior dogs, where someone posted about an issue they've been having with their senior, including a list of prescription medication said dog was on. While going the more holistic route may not be the answer in every aspect in pet health, incorporating some may lead to better quality and longevity. Now, as always, as in just about every episode, I have to disclose we, or I, are obviously not vets nor naturopathic doctors, but in this episode, we'll discuss ways we implement a more holistic approach to constantly improve our senior pet's health and ensure their life is of the utmost quality possible. We'll be discussing foods and supplements we use, as well as the health benefits pets, in this case dogs, provide us. So some stats before we get into this episode, because you know how much I love them. (laughs) So did you know 67% of U.S. households or about 85 million families own a pet? And that's according to the 2019-2020 National Pet Owners Survey. Crazy, right? That makes a lot of sense. When Ralph and I go on our walks, almost every person we pass, sure enough, has a dog as well. Yep, same here in downtown Denver. I mean, I step into the elevator and I'm usually greeted by more dogs than humans. Definitely not complaining about that, though. (laughs) Avoid that awkward silence. Right. So Denise and I will both share our gotcha days in a moment. But before we get into that, do you know the health benefits behind owning a pet? Again, in this case, a dog. Let's get into some of those in no particular order. So the first being can help cope with a crisis. It is said that veterans with a service dog had significantly fewer symptoms of PTSD and showed better coping skills. Number two. Owning a dog encourages you to stay active. A 2019 study discovered that dog owners are nearly four times more likely than non-dog owners to meet their daily physical activity recommendation. Number three, they can lift our spirits. Staring into your dog's eyes raises your level of oxytocin, which is also known as a love hormone. Because dogs are natural mood boosters, they can decrease feelings of loneliness. Aw, they're cute little button eyes. (laughs) And noses. (laughs) Number four, they can detect illness early, even cancer. Some types of cancer emit various odors, as we know their sense of smell is superb. And lastly, they are great for therapy in endless ways. For senior citizens, owning a dog can, number one, decrease agitated behaviors with dementia through their friendly and non-threatening ways, and number two, improve social interactions. Now, since I worked seasonally at Denver International Airport, DIA in the summer months pre-COVID, I remember seeing therapy dogs frequently walking up and down the concourses. Oh, I just heard the Orlando airport got them too, so it's really cool. Yeah, sight for sore eyes, right? So I looked it up, and at DIA, they're referred to as the Canine Airport Therapy Squad Cats, a squad of more than 100 dogs and one cat. It's the largest airport therapy animal program in the country, where they delight frazzled patrons stressed with the woes of traveling with a friendly wag or a furry cuddle. You'll encounter them throughout the airport sporting a plaid blue pet me vest. Now, according to some digging and sniffing, it looks like San Jose International was actually the first airport to introduce the concept post 9-11. Denver started its program back in 2016. 
It's nice that many of the airports caught up with the benefits canines bring, but with all the benefits that owning a dog can offer, it's also the pups that require a lot of attention. Love, companionship, exercise, etc. If you feel that you can keep up with a pup, then go get yourself one. And as always, adopt, don't shop. Precisely. So Denise, tell us about you and Ralph. How old is he and how did you meet? Ralph is nine years old, a little gentleman now. And I met him through a former boss whom at the time was in the process of moving, and Ralph would have been a fortune to transfer overseas. Then, taking him to a shelter was brought up as a last resort. Mm -mm. But I just couldn't imagine this little six-month-old baby in a shelter scared, so I adopted Ralph, and he's been the best four-legged kid anyone could ever ask for. So, I met Maverick back in 2009. We were at my brother-in-law's 21st birthday soiree. And Mavi was just a little furball roaming around while dodging a bunch of drunkards, waiting for his turn for attention. The next morning, I woke up with him right next to me, and I adopted him days later. Fast forward to today, he is now 14 and a half. Wow, now we know how parents feel with their little ones growing up so fast. We sure do. So, because we are senior dog owners, we understand the challenges that may come with it from time to time. Although rewarding and we wouldn't trade it for the world, vet bills can get costly, so we decided to go the more holistic route and try to combat the root of some of their issues versus slapping a band-aid on our pets through prescription medication. So in the next segment, we'll be sharing some of what works for us, tips and tricks, if you will, that may inspire you to do the same with your furry best friend. (laughs) Let's talk supplements. So let's start with you, Denise. Do you have Ralph on anything in particular? I know Maverick's got some ears on him. Currently, he's not on any supplements, but now that he's getting older, it is something that I've been looking into. Because Maverick is almost 15 and has acute arthritis, among some other minor issues, his holistic vet recently recommended glucosamine, which is a natural compound found in cartilage and is a tough tissue that cushions joints. I assume it's similar to us women taking like a collagen supplement. Yep. Although some say for human consumption, collagen is more effective for joint support. But again, we're not doctors. So along with a daily glucosamine supplement, we also give Maverick a cocktail of oils such as fish, hemp, and essential oils like frankincense and copaiba. The latter essential oil is specifically for inflammatory issues such as arthritis and associated pain. And of course, we remember from episode eight, the immune boosting powers of my personal favorite, frankincense. Now this regimen is alternated daily, so definitely not jamming all this down his throat because trust me, he wouldn't be having it if we were. Now, the essential oils are rubbed mainly on his head and spine areas and mainly before bed. That's really good. I'm ready to start Ralph on essential oils, actually. And as Alex mentioned in episode eight, I'll test on a small spot first because like mommy, he has sensitive skin. Yep, that's exactly what all three of us did when we started back in 2015. Now, the last supplement we have him on is turmeric, one purchased from our vet, so formulated specifically for dog application. And as many know, turmeric is another anti-inflammatory herb. So again, great for assisting with inflammation, thus supporting the immune system. It's funny because I feel like Maverick and I are aging together because we take similar supplements. (laughs) Like mother, like son. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Next, let's talk human foods that we feed our dogs to supplement their diets. First of all, let's talk about this because it can be a pretty controversial topic. To shed some light, pet food does not have to meet the legal standards of safe and edible food. It can contain meat that is sometimes expired, diseased, or contaminated. Not to mention it's highly processed, so many of the nutrients in kibble are lost, resulting in supplementing with flavor enhancers and synthetic nutrients. 
Kibble can also go rancid quickly, resulting in nutrient deficiency. And let's not talk about the food dyes that are added. I don't know if you remember when we lived in South Florida and Maverick's coat turned from white to bright orange. Do you remember that? Yep, I remember you mentioned that. That's crazy. We thought it was funny at first, but years later, I found out it's from the dyes. Use in that particular kibble, which, by the way, is a highly recommended brand that we see splashed all over television screens, which is really scary. As we talked about in episode 9, how detrimental food dyes, aka petroleum, is to human health, the same goes for pet, in this case, dog health. We can go on and on about why we supplement our dog's health with human foods, but we'll let you do your own research because pet cancer is a real thing. So let's get into our faves. Well, our pup's faves. Again, let's start with you, Denise. Ralph has a variety of faves, but his go-tos are chicken breast, cauliflower, and broccoli. Now, because I don't want Ralph to get bored with his food, I'll switch up the menu every other day, adding carrots, spinach. Oh, and kale. He loves kale. That's good. So while I used to make Maverick's dinner for a couple of years consistently, it was becoming a little too time consuming. So I found some great A options that not only do I recommend, but switch them to because they're basically freeze-dried human food formulated with all the nutrients dogs need. I'll share my go-to brands and my personal stories on Instagram. Though I think Maverick's favorite meal has to be breakfast because the first thing he'll do in the morning is dart over to the kitchen and stare right at his empty bowl. Now, I'll alternate between a full egg or an egg white, and the days he gets an egg white, I'll accompany it with some salmon or sardines, you know, or his omega-3s. Ooh, yeah, you keep mentioning you give Maverick salmon. I gotta get Ralph on that, too. Yeah, Mavi goes crazy over salmon. Really any fish, but just like most dogs and cats, right? (laughs) Yeah, Ralph has never tried that, so I gotta get him on board. For now, Ralph will have his oatmeal alternated with egg whites for his breakfast. So you mentioned Ralph loves broccoli and cauliflower, but what about sweet potato or pumpkin? Because Maverick loves them. Yes, he loves sweet potatoes, and he only liked pumpkin for a day. (laughs) It's that multi-spoodle attitude, man. (laughs) I'll often boil up some sweet potatoes and mash it up to the consistency of Maverick's food or incorporate some canned pumpkin, organic and without preservatives. Of course, he also loves his greens, literally whining and begging for a piece of lettuce or spinach for my salads. Our dogs eat healthier than we do. <laughs> so funny, right? <laughs> what about fruit? Ralphie's a character. He likes fruits, but only when it's blended. Wow, really? Maverick's the exact opposite. Yeah, like I'll be eating pineapples, banana or whatever, and he jumps on my lap, all up in my face, and when I hand him a piece, he walks away. Now, when the fruits are made into a smoothie or an ice cream, he'll eat it. He's like a baby. He is a little baby. Yeah, silly one at that. (laughs) Right. So Maverick loves his fruits whole, especially the summer ones like watermelon, peach or nectarines, most berries, and banana. Most are given in moderation because of their high sugar content, but I think his all-time favorite has to be watermelon. As soon as he hears me cut into one, he dashes over waiting for a slice. Of course, just the flesh and without the seeds. His dashes and darts. He's training for the Tokyo Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Catch him next month, guys. Team USA! So, watermelon is a great summer treat because not only does it help hydrate him, being 92% water, but has a slew of vitamins including A, B6, C, and potassium. Now, orange fruit are up there among his favorites, specifically cantaloupe and mango. And just like orange veggies, like sweet potatoes and carrots, they are full of beta-carotene, so great for vision support, just like they are for humans. 
This is why I tend to double up and incorporate some sweet potatoes and pumpkin with this dinner, being an aging pup. Now, again, these are just some things we do to improve or supplement our pet's health. Obviously, consult with your vet on the right regimen for your pet specifically. But we hope this episode gave you some insights on how we strive to enhance our pups' lives. They bring out the best in us, so I feel it's our duty to do the same for them. For those who want to learn more, I even wrote an article going more in-depth on the benefits of certain doggy-approved human foods for optimal health. So we'll link that in our show notes. Today's product highlight is Wolfgang Bakery. On my days off, Ralph and I will visit the location here in Orlando because my baby loves the baked cookies there, which are free from artificial colors, flavors, and preservatives. Though this isn't sponsored by Wolfgang Bakery, it is a place we recommend for your pup. I'll also repost a video of Ralph's reaction when I buy him his favorite treats. Oh, that's cute. So, Denise, not sure if you knew, but I looked it up and Wolfgang has over 130 locations across the U.S. with a concentration in the southeastern and central part of the country. And we just got our very first Colorado location last year here in Boulder. (laughs) (laughs) Although my first time stepping foot into one was recent and in Savannah, Georgia. Well, we hope you enjoyed spending this time with us as we talked about our pets and again shared some of the ways we try to improve their well-being. If you have a tip that you feel we'd all benefit from, please share with us on Facebook. And if given the green light, we love to repost those tips on all of our socials. So visit us on Facebook at Cia Latte, spelled C-Y-A Latte. Also, if you're in the Orlando area and have a holistic vet you highly recommend, please DM me. For the life of me, I can't seem to find one for Ralph. So let me understand this. Only two Trader Joes, if you've listened to episode three, (laughs) and zero holistic vets in all of Orlando. Wow. Mm -hmm. On that note, this wraps up another season of Cialate Podcast. But before we sign off, we'd like you, the listener, to share a favorite picture of your pet, dog, or cat. We know many of you just got back from a long holiday weekend, so we'd like to make this week a little brighter by flooding your feeds, whether post or story, with a Rolodex of the most precious pets. So make sure to tag us. Bonus points if you have a tip for us, as previously mentioned. We hope you enjoyed the season and left a little more inspired and enlightened than when we started. I'm your host, Pana. You can check out my Instagram page for everything wellness, lifestyle, and simpler living at My Son Maverick. For behind-the-scenes, inspo, and updates on Season 3, join our Facebook community, again, at Cia Latte, spelled C-Y-A Latte. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Cia Latte 2020. Until next time, Cia Latte! Cia Latte.